Welcome to Chick Chat, the Baby Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Nina Spears, the Baby Chick, and I'm here with Mary Alice, a licensed midwife and our manager and editor here at Baby Chick. We're here doling out no-nonsense pregnancy and parenting advice. We've worked with hundreds of families and have condensed all that we've learned to bring you simple, practical, and immediate advice for preventing parenting conundrums. Ready to try for another baby? Maybe you're really wanting a girl or a boy this time. I feel you. While all of us are thrilled to have a healthy baby no matter the gender, some couples just would really like to sway the odds in their favor. (laughs) We totally get it. There may be actually a little bit of science behind gender swaying, so let's get to it. Mary Alice, we're talking about gender swaying. People have very, very strong emotions about this topic. (laughs) I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) Nina has never, ever really wanted a girl baby. (laughs) Never, no. (laughs) And I think the one thing to say before we sort of dive into this is that it's really normal. I think you maybe have a vision of like, oh, I just want a little boy that my husband can throw the football with and I can put in cute little boy rompers and... I've always wanted to be a soccer mom or whatever. And usually it's actually the opposite, I think, for women. <laughs> I really want a girl that they can bond with and, you know, go shopping, go with. shopping with. But, you know, we don't always have a say in that, Nina. Yeah, I know. I know. And I will say, obviously, you guys, I am so grateful that I have my son. Yes, I really wanted a little girl. But as soon as I was told I was having a boy and I started looking at boy stuff, I got really excited. And now I couldn't imagine my life being any other way than with my little guy. And I just love him so much. I work with a woman and she has five sons and she didn't know the gender of any of them before they were born. And she always says she's so glad she never knew because (laughs) (laughs) she might have been upset about it. But the one that she was most disappointed about was like her fourth son. And she really, really, really thought it was going to be a girl. And when he came out and he was boy, she was like, Oh my gosh. But she said that that is her sweetest son and she has the best relationship with him and they're like best buddies. And so, of course, once you have the children you have, you never look back. Yeah, (laughs) of course. But however, (laughs) if you're wanting to potentially do some things to just swing the odds in your favor, that's what we're going to talk about today. And let me just tell you, whenever my husband and I are ready to try for baby <laughs> number two, you can bet your bottom that I am going to be trying all of these things to have a girl. If I have another boy, I'll be thrilled. Don't get me wrong. But if I can try and just get that one girl, because everyone in our family has boys. I mean, my husband is one of three boys. My sister-in-law just had her second boy. I mean, it's all boys. If I can have this girl, I think the whole family will be excited. (laughs) (laughs) So there is a little bit of science behind all this gender swaying. So we're kind of going to break it down for you into half a little bit of science and half totally urban myths that are worth a shot. Yeah, why not? (laughs) So the primary research on this topic was done by Dr. Shuttles in the 1960s, and he developed the Shuttles method. So what this proposes is that the X chromosome sperm, so the sperm that we're going to call them female sperm, even though they're not, they're just little (laughs) spermies, but they have X chromosomes and they swim slower than Y chromosome or male sperm or sperm that result in a male. And that female sperm with an X chromosome live longer in acidic environments. So we're going to break down what that means for you. 
and what you need to do. Yeah, to what you need to do to kind of what you want. Exactly. And to take <laughs> advantage of this research that he did. Yes. So Mary Alice, if I am really wanting a girl, it says that basically, according to the shuttles method, I need to be having sex every day as soon as my cycle has ended. So basically, I'm waiting before my ovulation number ticks. Yes. So you're using the Shuttles Method science to time your cycle. So you want to time the sex in your cycle because the girl sperm are going to live a lot longer. And so if you have sex before you ovulate, then you're husband's girl sperm can survive a couple of days before ovulation while the boy sperm die out. So the girl sperm have a higher chance of reaching the egg. Yes. So if you're trying to have a boy, you're wanting to have that intercourse as close as possible to the time of ovulation since that Y sperm will swim the fastest and arrive first to the already released egg. And that's what you want if you're really wanting that boy. Exactly. So you're timing sex with your cycles. So again, I'm just going to repeat it because it's a little bit confusing. So if you're trying to have a girl, you want to have sex before you ovulate so that the sperm live longer. But if you're trying to have a boy, you want to have it like right on your ovulation day because those fast sperm are going to get there first. Right. And if you're not sure when that ovulation day is, we really recommend downloading an app or getting those ovulation sticks to see when is the right time for you to get busy. Yeah, that's a whole nother podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So positioning, Mary Alice. So the shuttles method, it says, since girl sperm live longer in a more acidic environment, the shallow penetration, like missionary position, will give that girl sperm the advantage. So they'll have farther to swim, but will more likely survive that acidic journey into the cervix. (laughs) Right. And so the opposite, if you're trying to conceive a boy, you want to have deep penetration because the boy sperm are not able to live as long in that acidic environment. And so the closer you get them to the cervix, the better. That way they can swim super fast and they don't have to endure that acidic environment in the vagina as long and they can make their way to the egg very quickly. And so a good position for that would be you know, if you're on top or doing it doggy style. Yeah. Women on top. Amen. (laughs) I mean, we're on top of everything else, so why not? (laughs) All right. Now, to orgasm or to not orgasm, that is the question. (laughs) Right. And having an orgasm is going to, again, it's all about getting those boy sperm quickly or trying to make them die. And so if you have an orgasm, your uterus will contract, which sort of helps everything along. So having an orgasm really does help get you pregnant and it helps get you pregnant with a boy. And so let's say you're having doggy style sex on the day of ovulation and then you orgasm, those boy sperm have the best chance of getting helped along very quickly to the egg that you just released. Yes. But if you're trying to have a girl, we're going to have to say a big no to the big O. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, ladies. You really want to try and wait. (laughs) Another thing with a boy is that you can try an orgasm before your partner does because that also releases an alkaline fluid in your vagina, which helps those Y sperm to survive. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't confusing at all, right? Hopefully you guys are catching on. We will also link to our posts that we have on our website about this so that you can kind of lay it out. You can take a notebook, write down all the things you need to do and get ready to go. (laughs) Keep it saved, bookmark it and be like, all right, we're trying for this boy tonight. (laughs) 
Okay, so another thing that you can take into consideration is changing your diet. So to create a more acidic environment for those girl spermies to thrive, we recommend that you're drinking milk and eating dairy products. So cheese and yogurt are great. Also eating in unsalted foods like certain vegetables, rice, pasta, mineral water, limited amounts of meats and potatoes. That's what you want to eat unsalted foods. And then, of course, avoiding wine or beer, salt, any salty foods, spinach, uh, potatoes, mushrooms, fresh fruit, chocolate, and coffee and tea. I know you're all hating me right now. I know all the wonderful things. Um, if you're wanting the girl sperm to survive, um, try and limit those if you can. So the Reproductive Biomedical Journal also released a study that suggests that taking calcium, magnesium, and cranberry supplements may help you get that girl that you're oh so wanting. So if you're trying to have a boy, you're kind of going to want to do the opposite. So you want to increase your sodium and potassium intake to create a more alkaline environment. That means eating salty foods, lots of meat, fish, foods made with white flour, pasta, and fresh fruits. And this is why I had a boy, because all of those things sound great. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you just had a really alkaline environment. (laughs) Exactly. Instead of that acidic environment, which is what I need to do. Which kills the boy sperm. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. Now, we covered all the things that we wanted to discuss when it comes to the scientific side of swaying boy or girl. So now Mary Alice and I are going to talk about the urban myths, which again are worth a shot, but they're not necessarily proven. They're not going to hurt anybody (laughs) and they might make you feel better. (laughs) And then they might work. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe they didn't work and you can act like they did. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Totally. Let's talk about the guys. I mean, there's so much that we have to do. So the guys, uh, boxers versus briefs. Okay, so the kind of undies your man is wearing could make all the difference. Apparently, they say those tidy whities or those briefs will keep his genitals warmer. So that's supposedly increasing your chances of having a girl. So boxers, just letting things kind of hang, will cool things down. So that's increasing his sperm count and your chances of conceiving a boy. Interesting, huh? So something else is the frequency of lovemaking. So if you're having sex more frequently, then the man's sperm count will be lower, which increases your chance of having a girl. And if you're having sex less frequently, he's going to have a higher sperm count in his semen, which increases your chance of having a boy. Right. So that's why when I said before, having sex every day before your ovulation happens, because that's increasing your chances of having a girl. So even if you're saying like, honey, can you go release yourself a little bit before we have a little lovemaking time (laughs) could be in your favor. Just getting those boy spermies out if you're really wanting a girl or honey, keep everything in because I want that boy. So (laughs) swimmers ready, (laughs) ready at the start line. (laughs) Amen. All right. So another big popular thing is the Chinese lunar calendar. Now, I have to say, Mary Alice, I feel like a lot of people with a Chinese lunar calendar, there's so many different ones and people yes. are reading them wrong. Yes. And because you have to go by your lunar age. Yes. Which I'm not even really sure I understand your <laughs> lunar age. I think what it is is like. Okay, so you just turned 32, but your lunar age is 33 because you're in your 33rd year. Right. But you have to really look at the calendars specifically because once maybe you turn your 33rd year in May, in June, you have to go down to your 30 to the next line yeah. to the 34th year. And so just read it very, very closely or get one of the ones where you can find one of the ones where you can just plug in your birthday and 
and um, it'll pop and out. It'll pop and up. yeah, your conception date and mm-hmm. yeah, it'll pop up exactly what it is. So I definitely wanted to cover that because I feel like a lot of people read their Chinese lunar calendar yeah, wrong. Yeah, they just think it's how old they are. Exactly. So, but based off the moon and the mother's age at conception, it claims to predict your baby's gender. So basically it's like this graph on the top. It's the months of, you know, what month you conceived. So if you conceived the baby in January, February, March, et cetera. And then on the opposite side like is- the y-axis. Yes. It states everything from like 18 to right. like 40 right. or something so like that. So it's how old- you, you are in lunar years <laughs> when you were conceiving when you were conceiving yes and i will say nina's is right yeah it was it was right on the mark so i mean it's 50 50 but well, still yeah. it's right <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's the whole thing with all of this is that it's 50 50 and you know it's something to blame <laughs> <laughs> i know and or think <laughs> in our post that we said that we're going to link it actually adds or it has the chinese lunar calendar so you can see a little bit more about that if you're wanting more information yes so then there's afternoon versus nighttime sex this is definitely just an old wives tale but it says that you should make love in the afternoon and on even days of the month if you would like to conceive a girl <laughs> and it. that you should make love at night and on odd days of the month to conceive a boy so again like will it hurt you probably not <laughs> i mean will it work probably, probably not, not. <laughs> <laughs> but again if you're really wanting a certain gender. I mean, why not just have all Nina's these things written out? Nina's going to have to have this like really intricate calendar. Like <laughs> on these days. Don't touch me on these days. It's like <laughs> on these days and these physicians eating these foods. Wearing this clothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but you're going to need to wear briefs all month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that'll But only go. this month because my Chinese lunar calendar says so. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. So another thing it says, lowering your body fat content and losing weight may help to sway more towards having a baby girl. So that's another thing. Yeah, I didn't read much about that, but I do wonder if maybe sort of the thought behind that is like your hormone balances are different. Right. So maybe that affects your alkalinity or acidity based on like if you're losing weight, I think – Maybe you're like a little bit more acidic yeah. if your body's in that state of burning fat. Which might be difficult for some people because for yeah. me, I don't really have much weight to lose. <laughs> so, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> but I mean, that's that's going to be a little bit more difficult. But, you know. It is what it is. And then another thing is having your partner drink caffeinated beverages before you have sex. Um, so this whole thought process is to make the male sperm more active, which <laughs> which I'm like, I don't really know if your caffeine's going to your spermies. But um, excited little friends. Exactly. And didn't it say in the shuttles method, it was saying like no caffeine for girls. For girls. Yeah. So, yeah. so maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe more than a wives' tale. I know. All right, guys. Those were all the things that we wanted to share with you whenever it comes to gender swaying and how to conceive a certain gender. So we want to know, did you successfully gender sway with your conception? Tell us about it or join us in the conversation on our Facebook page at Team Baby Chick, where we'll be posting today's episode and answering questions in the comments. And as always, y'all, subscribe to Chick Chat the Baby Chick podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google, TuneIn, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd also love it if you did a review. We want to know that you guys are enjoying what content we're putting out there. So please send us a review if you can. And also, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and of course, our website, www.baby-chick.com. 